we'll start a new series in August. But uh, the Lord just led in my heart to have some life-changing messages. We want to start off with the first one, the close of the heart. The close of the heart. We're going to start with Revelation chapter 3, verses 17 to 18. And it reads, because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, knoweth not that thou art wretched, miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thy eyes, eyes with eyesalve, that thou mayest see. Here's Jesus is talking to one of the seven churches. And um, he recognized something here, that uh, this particular church was unclothed. They didn't have their clothes on. He said, I recognize your nakedness. In scripture, what does nakedness mean? Or to be naked. It is unrecognizable. Thank you. <laughs> nakedness. Which means it is a manifestation of the flesh. And self-introspection, nakedness. It means to be transparent. And this transparency is not coming from the heart, but it's coming from your flesh. All right? People can see your nakedness. And the reason why they can see your nakedness is you're not clothed of the heart. Because being clothed of the heart will cover your nakedness, okay? Before Adam and Eve sinned, they were clothed with the glory of God. They were clothed with the righteousness of God. But when they sinned, they became naked. Now, I know through your religious teaching and from your Sunday school quarterly and all that, that when they became naked, like they expose themselves, you know, their physical body. But in essence, if you study that out in the Hebrew, they, their flesh was revealed, their transparency, their introspection, their vulnerability was revealed because of sin. Whenever we are in sin, we become vulnerable to God. Our vulnerability is, is demonstrated because uh, once we become vulnerable or our flesh is exposed, we, we will have a tendency to hide from God. Whenever you are in sin or in flesh, you hide yourself away from God. Yeah. That is nakedness. You have now been unclothed from the heart. All right? So Jesus saying here that thou mayest be clothed. All right, and once we are clothed, then the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. All right? Uh, religion like to teach us and to correct our nakedness or our flesh through a lot of uh, religious rituals and do's and don'ts or whatever. But only thing has to do, whenever your flesh is being exposed or being recognized, just put your clothes on. Amen. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Just put the clothes on the heart because the, once you are clothed with the glory of God, how many of y'all know we can be clothed with the glory of God? All right, you don't die and go to heaven and get the glory. You get the glory now. You can get righteousness now. You can be clothed with the righteousness of God right now. And once you are clothed, Look at it, it says, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. 
And then he talks about, anoint thy eyes with eye salve. This particular church in the region that they were in, they were known for medicinal medicine or purposes, especially those who suffer with eye problems, all right? And Jesus is using this, an example that uh, when, since, uh, when you become unclothed and your flesh is being exposed, you cannot see God clearly because now your eyes become affected. Now look at now look at this. We don't talk about natural. This is all spiritual here. Your spiritual eyes become infected. Your spiritual eyes become diseased. Uh, Paul says this in the book of Romans that how you can tell when you are been unclothed and your flesh is being revealed and you're not seeing correctly or your spiritual eyes are infected, you are calling good, bad, bad, good. So Jesus said, anoint your eyes with eye salve, with uh, a medicinal healing ointment, all right, which is the anointing of God, which come about from being clothed. Okay. So that you can, so that you can be covered of your shame, and you'll be able to see correctly. John chapter 2. The eye salve is an anointing to see clearly. The only way you'll be able to see clearly once you have put on your clothes. Because once we have been clothed with the glory of God, it will cause us to see clearly. Now, you got to establish something. And this is a lot of Christians, I tell you. And they don't really understand because this is all spiritual. This is not uh, carnal, or this is not fleshy. flesh. This is not a battle. This battle we have now is not against flesh and blood. We have to establish this. The battle is not of flesh and blood which are people, but the battle, now listen to this, a lot of Christians don't understand this. The battle is between the flesh, which is you, and Satan, and the Spirit of God. So the battle that we are in now, since we are born again, it is the battle of our flesh against God's spirit. And not so much of God's spirit, against your spirit. Uh, we really can't battle God's spirit. Uh, in Galatians chapter 5, Paul says that if we uh, have a battle between the flesh and the spirit, not talking about the Holy Spirit, even though that's capitalized, but it should be lowercase. It's talking about the flesh and your so the battle that you have now, since you're born again, is your flesh and your spirit. That's the battle. It's not even a battle between God and Satan. Because the book of Colossians said Jesus has already destroyed him. He may have shown him openly. That term there means that whenever Israel defeated their enemies, they would cut their thumbs off. And why would they cut their thumbs off? Because you need your thumbs to pick up a weapon. You ain't got no thumb. It just falls out of your hand. So that's what Jesus has done. He's made Satan show. So we don't have a battle. It ain't the devil. It's your flesh. Because you're not seeing right. You ain't got your clothes on. You're unclothed, so now your flesh is being exposed. And you're not seeing God clearly or correctly. So now the battle is between your flesh and your spirit. Because your spirit wants to come to church. Your flesh.
right? But now look at this. Uh, this is good. Matthew 22, 11 through 14. <coughs> and when the king came in to see the guests who saw their man which had not on a wedding garment. So the king came in and saw an individual who didn't have his clothes on. And he said unto him, friend. Okay, when we see that word friend, that's a covenant term. So that means that friend, there, there's some type of relationship between the king and that individual. So he says, friend, how comest thou in hither not having a wedding? Why you got your clothes on? That's what the Spirit of God is saying to some of y'all. Why, why, why you got your clothes on? You, you, you're born again. You're saved. You love Jesus. But you're walking around with no clothes on. So when he asked him this question, look at it. He was speechless, like most Christians here. <laughs> and then said the king to the servants, bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There should be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called. But few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. Why are the few chosen? They had to close them. Okay, say what they <laughs> so, you must have wedding clothes. Because God said, the word said, friend. So, when you say friend, that is a relationship with God. And so to have a relationship with God, you must have your wedding clothes on. The scripture says that uh, God called Abraham his friend. So that tells me spiritually Abraham has some type of clothes on. Because God only will call us friend when we have been clothed <coughs> of the heart. When we are unclothed, the enemy can bind us, our hands and our foot, and take us away. But the, the flesh is revealed. So whenever the flesh is being revealed, when we are unclothed, that gives the enemy access to take us into outer darkness. Weeping and gnashing, that means we are now operating under the curse. The enemy has his way with us because we are unclothed. So that's why many are called. Remember he said, this is how the kingdom of God operates. Many are called. Many are called. We're not just talking about a calling uh, to minister. we all been called to righteousness. we all been called to holiness. We all been called to the ministry of reconciliation. But the reason why some of us cannot respond to the call because we're unclothed. We're in the flesh. When you're in the flesh, you cannot respond to the call of God, to the things of God, the kingdom of God. Many, some of us, they say many are called, but few are chosen. Some of us are called to be paymasters of the kingdom. But what? Why few are chosen to that calling? Because the ones who have been called are unclothed. They're in the flesh. So they cannot, you cannot be in the flesh and respond to the kingdom of God. It's not going to work. You, you, you can't respond to the kingdom of God when we have to be clothed with our wedding garment. Revelation 16 and 15. Behold, 
I came as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Look at this. He said, Behold, I come as a thief. What is he saying here? There are times when, when a thief comes, there's a difference between a robber and a thief. A robber is an individual who will come at you with force. A thief will come unexpected. You're not prepared. You're not ready for it. So there are times Jesus will come. He's talking about I come as a thief. I'm not saying that Jesus can go and steal. All right? That means he will come at times when, to you when you are least expected. And when he comes, blessed he that watcheth and keep his garments on. So when he comes, you can respond lest he walk naked. So you cannot respond when you're in the flesh. You have to be in the spirit. So you, if you are clothed with the heart, when Jesus comes unexpectedly, you can respond. Because lest he walk naked and they see his shame. There's something the Holy Ghost gave me when I was studying it, relating to this scripture here. He says, when we are clothed with the word of God and the things of God, to cover your transparency to the flesh. I say, wow, that's, that's cool. Some deep stuff there. But then he says, not only it covers your transparency to the flesh, it reveals your transparency to God. Mm -hmm. Preach on. It covers your transparency of your flesh. It that's great. It covers the transparency of we are covered, but it also reveals to you if you transparent, are you for real with God? Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Revelation 22, 14. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. How, how are we able to do that? He's talking about here that we are blessed when we wash our clothes or our robes. How do we wash our clothes? Because sometimes our clothes, our garments can get a little dirty. <laughs> so how do we wash our robes? Repentance is the washing of your clothes. To keep your clothes white and clean. Revelation 3 and 4. Thou hast a few names, even as Sodom's, which have not defiled their garments. So, okay, they get ready, they get ready, they excuse me. I can't live this, this Christian life. Look what he says. There are a few names of Sodom's, which have not defiled their garments. They have not, look at this, he said, they have not soiled their garments. They walk in white. They walk in righteousness. So you and I, we can walk in righteousness. All we got to do is put our clothes on. And by putting our clothes on, it covers our flesh where there's no shame, and it draws us closer to God. So he says that I have a few names that started with, have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. So don't soil your garments. Walk in white. Whenever your clothes get dirty, use Clorox repentance. <laughs> That's how you clean your clothes. Now, what are clothes? Thank you, back. The definition of clothes and types. Clothing 
also referred to as clothes, uh, apparel, or garments. Now, 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 now listen to these definitions because this is going to relate to the spiritual. Also referred to as clothes, apparels, and garments are typical items made from fabric and other materials that are worn on the human body. There are clothing types based on settings. For example, business type clothes worn for work purposes. Casual wear worn as standard clothes. Do clothes represent people culture? What we wear is more than just pieces of fabric. People all over the world dress to express themselves and traditional clothing can symbolize history, culture, and identity. Listen to that. Clothes can express, traditional clothes can symbolize history, culture, and identity. Different designs, colors, and patterns can tell an incredible story or show unity, celebrate important events, and preserve cultural heritage. What are the five importance of clothes? Did you know the clothes had importance? <laughs> I thought I was going to put my jeans on. <laughs> All right? There are five importance of clothes. Uh, it will also come to five reasons why we wear clothes. So these are the five reasons why we wear clothes. Now, relate this to the spirit. Why we need to be clothed of our hearts. Number one, for protection. Number two, adornment. Number three, identification. Number four, modesty, to be modest. And number five, status, your position. So those are five reasons why we wear clothes. Now, take those five reasons in the realm of the spirit why we should put our clothes on. For protection, for adornment, to let the world know who we adore. For identification. Yeah. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. For modesty. I'm not an old hoochie mom. I wear holiness. Isn't this good stuff? And status. I'm not of the world. I'm of the kingdom of God. Why are clothes important in our life? Clothes can insulate against cold or hot conditions. <laughs> it can provide a hygienic barrier, keeping infections and toxic materials away from the body. By his stripes. Why you won't put your clothes on? Yeah. Oh, Look at this. It can protect feet from injury and discomfort or facilitate navigation in very environments. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because I got my clothes on. <coughs> Clothing also provides protection from ultraviolet radiation. Now, let's look at the spiritual clothes that we're supposed to put on. You just don't put on any, any type of clothes. <laughs> That's believing. 
Ephesians chapter 6. Changing your life or want to change your life, guess what? You ain't saved. The scripture says, You really born again? You have passed from death unto life? You want to change? If you said that there, <laughs> what what's going on when you when you go through that? <laughs> and you know what? But your naked self, you say you love Jesus. No, you don't. That's what's going on right here. That's what's been going on in the river spirit. You sit out here, you, you drove all the way from Lexington, Indiana, downtown Louisville to come out here to hear the word. And then the devil has you sit right here and he takes your clothes off and you're sitting there like, And the gates of hell 
should not prevail against you. Amen. So what? It's not the world speaking against the church. It's so-called Jesus lovers. <laughs> and you're not a Jesus lover. You speak against the church. <laughs> so this explains why we see Christians speak against the trap. They naked. Because if you put on the clothes of God, clothes in your heart, you're gonna love your Jesus. That's right, come on, Pastor. And Jesus loves the church. He's not getting rid of the church. So why you got your mouth on the church? Because you're naked. You are, your flesh is exposed. Because remember I said, flesh is spirit battle. Your carnality is exposed. Paul says in the book of Romans, chapter 8, he said, a carnal mind is an enemy to God. It cannot submit unto God. So when you are naked and not clothed with the things of God, you are your flesh is and you have a carnal mind. And the first thing to tell you of your carnality, the first thing, the first area to, to tell you of your carnality will come out of your mouth. Because Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth is so intended. So when you're naked, I don't see why you gotta do all this time. Why you gotta go on and yell and shout when you tired off? Why we gotta why you hurry up? You know, why we gonna what, what's going on? You naked Christians. <laughs> That's what's going on. That's what's going on. You're naked. You're not clothed with the things of God. Finally, my brethren. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor, the clothes, the armor. You can tell your clothes. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That word wiles there means the trickery of the devil. No spiritual clothes on, you will embrace the trickery of the devil. That's why we got. That's why we see Christians now embracing uh, homosexuality and all that stuff. Right? They ain't got their clothes on. Mm -hmm. So now you 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 can't stand against the trickery of the devil. So now you embracing the devil, stamping it with "I love Jesus." And she she, she read the title off and he said to Malachi. <laughs> so, yes, they, they, they love. That ain't, that ain't love. That's not the God kind of love. I, I, I'm, I'm doing, I'm going to teach here about love. We're going to find what real love is because we really don't understand what really love is. What we think love is. Because uh, uh, King David, son, said that he loved his sister Tamar. He loved her. He loved her to the point where he raped her. What kind of love is that? You think that was God kind of love? No. So we really don't understand what, what, what love is. Love ain't got nothing to do with flesh. Feelings and emotions. And the only way you can understand, you can stand, look at it, he said, that you may be able to stand against the trickery of the devil. 
when you put on your, you put on your clothes. Read off. For, for, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Establish that, saints. This is not a flesh and blood battle. It's not your husband against the wife. It's not the parents against the children. It's the flesh against the spirit. It is not flesh and blood. It's a spiritual battle of the flesh and the spirit. The reason why your kids are acting crazy is because they're in their flesh. They unclothed. They naked. The reason why your husband acting monkey, he ain't got his clothes on. <laughs> The reason why your wife acting like Jezebel, she took her clothes off. So he said, so he said, put on your clothes so you'll be able to stand against the trickery. So when you got your clothes on, and the devil kind of bring that trick again towards you to try to manipulate your husband, you know that ain't of God. So I'm going to resist that in the name of Jesus. Amen. And why are you able, how, how are you able to resist? Because I got my clothes on. But if I feed into that manipulation to get what I want, what's going on? Yes, she's naked. So now look at this. But against principality, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be, that you may be look at look at the purpose of the clothes, so that we can withstand the tricks of the devil. Not to look good, but to stand against us. We're standing evil day. And having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you should be able to quench all the fiery attacks of the devil. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So he's talking about putting on the whole armor of your clothes. Now, let's eliminate all the Roman symbolism. And let's find out exactly what clothes we need to put on. Amen. <clears throat> Number one, you need to put on your clothes of truth. You need to, number two, put on your clothes of righteousness. Number three, put on your clothes of peace. Number four, put on your clothes of faith. Number five, put on your clothes of salvation. And put on your clothes the word of God. And these are the clothes of light. Romans 13 and 12. That the night is far spent, the day is at hand. <coughs> Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. That word works there is mean, one translation says it means your clothes of darkness. Cast them off. And let us put on the clothes of light. Cast off those clothes of darkness. What is those clothes of darkness? Romans, uh, Galatians 5 talking about the works of the flesh. Cast off that strife. Yeah. Cast off that manipulation. Yeah. Cast off the lying. Those are clothes of darkness. You got the wrong clothes. If you find yourself just lying, you know, the other day, I tell you, I got caught up in some technology watching uh, uh, stuff on Facebook. I was watching all this fighting. Eyes white dog fighting dogs. Cats fighting cats. Dogs fighting cats. Cats fighting dogs. Negroes fighting Negroes. In the hood, out the hood. 
cops fight. I just, I just got caught up in all this fight stuff. Oh, wow. I mean, everybody was just fighting. And I got caught up. I was getting excited on it. Yeah, I wasn't white. I mean, everybody was just fighting. And the Lord said, what are you doing? Chapter 1, verse 22. Has this been a life changing message? Yes. 
You don't put you don't put your clothes on? Yeah. Once you put your clothes on, yes. keep them on. Yeah. If they get a little dirty, just, just get them washed. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Put them in the dryer. The dryer is no condemnation. Amen. I'm not condemned. I just had dirty clothes. Amen. <laughs> just wash your clothes. Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned and not pretending love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. Once you have been cleansed or purified by the obedience to the truth of God's word, now this is how you can tell when you got clean, clean, clean stuff on.